Hello, everyone, and welcome back to part two of Embracing Rwanda. This is the ADRA Canada Insider Podcast, and we welcome you to another episode. Embrace is a project that is funded primarily by the Canadian government through Global Affairs Canada and implemented by ADRA Canada in partnership with ADRA Rwanda. While visiting ADRA's Embrace project in Rwanda recently, I had the opportunity of sitting down with three of the lead ADRA staff that have been delivering the Embrace project in Rwanda. As we talked together, uh, they told me firsthand how ADRA has been saving lives, changing lives in their country. One of the things that I noticed in my interview with them is their wonderful enthusiasm as they shared their stories with me. And I think that you will be able to hear that in their voices as they continue to share their experience of embracing Rwanda. Let's rejoin that conversation now. The, the, the situation was very tense when we first uh, produced a list of 2,000 children who were malnourished. Mm. How many were in the red zone? Do you remember? Yes, there were 585. In the red zone? Yes, 585. Oh. I remember the statistics. So when they're in the red zone and the yellow zone and they bring them in for this rehabilitative 12-day sessions of feeding, what, what did Embrace feed them? What... Uh, combination of foods did you give them to to get them back to uh, the green zone i guess we're looking to go <laughs> maybe it takes longer than 12 days i guess huh? yeah actually we didn't give them any support other than uh, educating them on what they should feed their children with so we asked the parents to bring food stuffs. so they collected gathered food stuffs from their own stock and brought it they could bring whatever they could mm -hmm. afford and they saw that it was working as mm -hmm. long as they can have a diversity of foodstuffs to ensure that there is vitamins, there is protein, there is carbohydrates, mm -hmm. there is uh, roughages, there is uh, uh, oil and uh, whatever was necessary for proper nutrition. They mm -hmm. could bring it and it really worked. Our intention at the beginning is to show them that the nutritious food are locally made. Not not imported from from away, but mm. it's locally made using the local grow crops. They can make a nutritious food mm. for prevention, but also for rehabilitation for uh, for malnourished children. Mm. We worked also on prevention. The prevention was focusing pregnant mothers. Mm. When pregnant mothers or women of reproductive age start eating well mm. and then continue to eat nutritious food until she gets bath and after delivery, she continues to feed the baby or the children with nutritious food, which is the one way to prevent stunting and other malnutrition forms. And I, I can say from being here at the beginning of the project and now coming again at the end of the project, I can see the difference Very, in the children. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The babies now are so robust and healthy yeah. and, yes. and uh, very yeah. alert, I, I noticed. <laughs> they are also happy because, yes. because of introdu introduction of LTP in our activities. The child care was, was reserved to mothers only. Now, 
even uh, fathers are involved in child care in child nutrition and the uh, and the health well, yeah wash yeah. wash and and wash also now uh, 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 both children and parents are happy they feeling well now some of our listeners might not know what you mean when you say wash what what is it all involved in wash uh, wash mean water sanitation and hygiene okay yeah it include all uh, hygiene activities water source water treatment environmental hygiene mm-hmm. within the household and outside the household it include um, hand washing it right. include uh, how to prepare food with uh, using safe water okay uh, So all of those things we, yeah, yeah. we yeah, kind of yeah. group yeah. into yeah. because, uh, wash. Because as, yes. as you understand, if uh, you eat a complete food but you have diarrhea, you know? It goes away. Yeah, that is, that, that is uh, if there is no wash, if you can do anything without wash, is always bad for your health. So something as simple as teaching people the importance of hand washing, for hand example. Hand washing, mm-hmm. cleaning, their, yeah, yeah. cleaning their bodies, cleaning their mm-hmm. houses, mm-hmm. cleaning their utensils, mm-hmm. cleaning, cleaning, cleanliness. Yes. It's about they, cleanliness. They latrines. It's, uh, yeah. Yes. You introduce, you, you, we introduce the tip-tap, tip-tap. Uh, tippy-tap, yes. Tippy I've tap. seen them out there. Maybe yeah. you can describe for yeah. our listeners what is a tippy-tap. <laughs> <laughs> tippy tap yeah. is a like a hand, uh, in other area they called they called it a wound hashing station our hand, hand washing, washing station. station okay i'm going to put a photo up on our website <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. to go along with this podcast to show a picture of a child using a tippy tap yes. but uh, for those that don't get to see the photograph it, what is it made of the tippy tap And maybe we should preface this by saying yes. there's no running water in these villages, right? Mm-hmm. There's no pipes that come in yeah. to the house where they can turn a tap. Yes. And so you can't really wash your hands that way. Yeah. But here's a solution to substitute for uh, running water. It's a tippy tap. And yeah. what is it made of? They use the local material, mm-hmm. like a, a small empty jerry can. Okay, so um, empty jerry can. Yeah. What is it, about a five-liter can? Yeah, it's uh, like a five-liter can. Mm-hmm. And they bore a hole, a small hole in it, mm-hmm. put a string, hang it on a small wooden structure, mm-hmm. and then uh, with something that comes from, a string coming from the jerry can down mm-hmm. to the foot, and with something like a footstool where you, 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 okay. you step, and when you step, The jelly can tilts down oh, okay. and so the water d- runs down. <laughs> and then you spread your hand, you tap the water. Uh, there is a small soap on the side. Mm. Then you have your soap. You start washing your hands using right. that homemade facility. Yes. All the households are able to make it without any cost because they have those small uh, five-liter jelly cans yeah. which are empty, which are reusable. So it's something which is very low cost, which is affordable in any low cost context. Yeah. Yeah. And you finish all process without touching a jerry can. You know, right. everything yeah. is done with your foot. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to touch to the to jerry can. To open the jerry can. No, no, you push to the stick right. and then the, the water, the water comes. 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 Comes very yeah. Yeah. Saved a lot of lives, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I like 
perhaps the most about the Embrace project design is that Embrace not only told the parents that they need to feed their children a balanced diet, but showed them how they could grow these Mm -hmm. uh, vegetables to Mm -hmm. provide that balanced diet. Mm -hmm. And uh, so tell us about what Embrace did to help parents grow these vegetables themselves. With the introduction of permaculture principles in our project area, first of all, our communities are money-minded. They cultivate for market only to get money. And they have spaces in their household which is unused. So they had backyards to their house, but they weren't using them to grow a garden. Yes. The the, the free spaces in the compound, in their household, are now used to produce vegetables, but also fruit, but also railing, like small animals, to produce animal proteins for their children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, permaculture is permanent agriculture. Mm-hmm. So, and it's environmental friendly. You don't use it's chemical right. fertilizers. Mm-hmm. We don't use chemical pesticides. pesticides. Mm-hmm. Everything we use is natural. Mm-hmm. So, it's a, a way of uh, sustaining some mm-hmm. farming practices using mm-hmm. very small land because land is not a is a very big issue here in Nyabihu district. Especially, we teach those who don't have access to big chunks of land. Mm-hmm how they can use even the size of this room mm-hmm. to uh, produce food that can feed the whole family for the whole year. Mm-hmm. So, And we teach them how to grow all the types of food they need, mm-hmm. uh, the carbohydrates, the proteins, the uh, vitamins. So we teach them how to grow vegetables, how to grow all other types of crops uh, within the homestead without going very far. That has helped them to have access to food that uh, they didn't have before. Yeah. So you find that permaculture is, has really been a very big um, solution for food production, for food access, for food security. With agriculture, we introduce what they, we call a food forest, mm-hmm. where you grow all types of food around. They have access to all types of food, whatever they want to eat. They can eat it without uh, buying it off the market. Mm. They can produce it themselves. And they are very proud to know how to grow their own crops yeah. and to eat their own homegrown crops without going to the market to buy because when you go to the market, it's very expensive. Uh, there was a very big uh, deficit of animal source protein. Mm. So we taught them that it's important to rear uh, livestock, yes. small livestock, chicken, goat, sheep, right. and they, they have done that very, very successfully. Yes. Today you'll find at least two or three chicken or five chicken. The you others have eggs. hundreds. Mm. The others have now even gone commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't know that eggs were important. Yeah. They didn't know that milk was important. They didn't know the value of all this. But today, that has also been a game changer Mm -hmm. with the introduction of chicken. And we didn't buy any chicken for them. We just told them, go and get chicken, buy them, rear them, let your children eat eggs. And it it has been one of the reasons why malnutrition is on a decline. Mm -hmm. And they buy those chickens from their savings. Right. Yes, that's another big, big, big success Mm. which we can talk about. The savings and loans program. Yeah, the savings and loans program. Now, did you say that that was from 
in the design, the project design, and it was started for right from the beginning that people would start the groups and right from the beginning where they were saving money and getting access to loans. Yeah. Yes, it, it was there, but we just used it. We had wanted to use it as a catch so people can always come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we didn't know that it would turn out to be such okay. a big success. success. Yeah, yeah. So it was just, it was a hook that yes, turned into... Yes, a hook. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a hook, but eventually it has become a very big success story. <laughs> yes, I know, because when I interview people, I always like to ask the question, well, what part of Embrace do you appreciate the most? Mm. And I've had several people say, I like the savings and loans program. Yeah. Part of the, So they've learned all these other things, but that was the thing that they liked the yeah, most. It's, it, it become a, a good motivation for them. Because where we, we have, we, have, we started with one group, now there are two or three in the same, in the same village. And in addition to that, men who were like observers to their wives, in MCHGs, now they they join the group yes. because of the benefit from the MCHG. In the same group, we have one family, husband and wife in in the group. They see oh, when they sharing out, the, the people come as a family. He gain a lot. A lot. They yeah. gain a lot. Mm. That is why, as a friend said, now we have many men. Join the, the MCHG. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you say sharing out, maybe we should explain a little bit how the the cycle works. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a six month cycle or a one year cycle? How does people contribute to, to the program? Almost like a co op that mm-hmm. we have back home, right? Mm-hmm. They every week they come, they buy a share, mm-hmm. and that maybe. Some would buy three or four shares, and yeah, then they benefit yeah. more from one to four when the cycle completes. Tell yes. us. How long is your cycle here? Uh, one cycle of uh, MCHG is between 9 and 12 months. Okay. They buy uh, sh- one or four shares every week, and the shares uh, are used as capital for their income-generating activities. So people not only put in money to, for a savings or yes. to purchase a share in the total pot, yes. but they can also take a loan. Loan on, the, on their savings. Or so, from the group pot from, as well. Yes, okay. and they reimburse the money with the small interests. Okay. Uh, interest in all groups is between 5 to 10% of what you borrow. Okay. Actually, but, it's not a small percentage. Is that <laughs> because month? every month it is ten percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, what uh, what is good? The interest is uh, is coming again. It to returns them. back. Yeah, yeah, it returns to them. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what you mean when it comes to the share out. If somebody has been putting in the shares but hasn't taken any loans, mm-hmm. he is getting his money back plus five to ten percent interest. Yeah. Exactly. From others. From the others who have borrowed the loan, it's quite an interesting scheme, which is, really. Which is which is not bad because if uh, everyone take a loan, that is mean I just take my savings. Yes. But <laughs> if I take uh, you, you don't take. I take mine and yours, so I have a big capital. I can invest more. Yeah. If I use my saving and yours, they have also started doing uh, some income generating. Uh, projects. What What are some of the projects that they're doing with the with the loan that they get? How do they turn that into a profit for themselves? Like for 
some of them go and buy small livestock. Okay. For, I may borrow like uh, 30,000 Brandon francs. I go and buy a goat. I take it to the market. I get 40,000. Mm-hmm. I come back, pay the loan. And I keep the profit. Okay. So then they also go and invest it in farming. Yeah. You go and buy something. Land. You go and buy land. You, or you buy go. land or you rent the land? Rent. You rent. rent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can't buy. It's very expensive. I would think that the... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you go and buy produce. You take it to the market. They give you a profit. You come back and pay uh, the principal and the interest for the group. Mm-hmm. And uh, through that... Recently, we did um, a stock taking. We found that they have already bought over 3,000 cows. Yes. They have bought how many goats, how many sheep, how many chicken, all in thousands. So through the those savings groups. So the money they get, the loans they get, they go and uh, buy uh, livestock or do some uh, petty trade, and then they get... Profits okay. to be in the MCHGs increase their self confidence, mm. and now we have many female leaders in the community. That is also a success we made in working with the mm. group. Self confidence. That's great. Yeah, yeah. self confidence, but also other skills are developed mm. because they are, mm. it's a school. They learn so many things, mm. and. Um, through the knowledge they acquired and the skills acquired, the, there is change in practices at yeah. home, uh, whether in gender, like in decision-making. As uh, Vincent said, women are now able to sit down with their husbands mm-hmm. and talk through issues, and they make corrective decisions, mutual decisions. It's no longer men who are making decisions alone. They developed all these skills in the groups, how to negotiate, how to talk about family issues, Mm. how to help your husband be positive, how to help your husband to change or how to help yourself to change. It begins Mm. with you. You change first, then you change your husband. How to solve the conflict. (laughs) How to resolve conflicts. So they have really learned a lot Mm. uh, through the groups. So you can say as a result of the Embrace Project, women have been rising up here exactly. in women this Women empowerment. They are now sure, empowered. Sure, And they <laughs> feel really great. Yeah. Yes, you, yeah. We can confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Mm. And I know that it's an interest back at, in Canada mm. to have equality. And uh, it has been an emphasis of our government to promote gender equality and uh, and so this has been a part of the Embrace Project as well, right? Exactly. Promoting gender mm-hmm. issues and gender equality. Tell yeah. us tell us a little bit about that part of the project. Yeah, gender is very, very high on the agenda I, in I, our project. Maybe I could ask, mm. how was it that a project that was focusing in on the health of women of reproductive age, how was it that gender intersected there? Actually, in our project design, we had just included gender as a cross-cutting issue. It didn't carry a big, big weight in the program. So it was in the design from the beginning. It was in the design, but it was just implied. Okay. But uh, there was a turning point. In in our second year, in 2017, Mm -hmm. there was a directive from the Canadian government that uh, we should now adopt what they call a gender transformative approach. 
Okay. We we have to mainstream gender in everything that we do. We have to uh, have women empowerment in everything that we do. We have to move from just mere gender sensitive programming or just uh, gender responsive programming. We had to now go to the highest level mm -hmm. of gender programming called gender transformation, gender transformative approach. And what was your reaction when you got that directive? Did it, you was, it was not easy at first <laughs> <laughs> because it came as a shock. Uh -huh. But uh, there was a lot of, of emphasis. Then Adra Canada came down and supported us with a lot of training uh, every day, Skyping on how can we go uh, that direction, how can we become gender transformative. So for a whole year, we, are, we had a, a lot of support from Adra Canada. And then now there has been a turnaround. Mm. We have embraced the program. It's running very well. We, we have uh, women empowerment. We have a strong focus on girls and the women. Whatever we do, we do it from a gender lens, right. uh, which was not the case before. But what we are doing goes beyond what, rather the gender programming of this country. We are far advanced in terms of our gender approach. And now that you have been doing this new approach to gender issues for a year, year and a half now, how would you say the results have been? How has it changed the whole emphasis of the project and how has it changed the family dynamic here uh, in this part of the country? There are some core activities, domestic works reserved for women only and the husband was like the breadwinners to the families. Now, as women are empowered, they are bringing money at home. The husband brings also money. They shared, they have mm -hmm. a, 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 like an equal decision making at household level. They participate in all household activities together. Now there is a reduction or decrease of GBV cases at the household level, but also the increase of decision making among women. I would like to share a story from a family that we just visited yesterday. I interviewed them separately. I interviewed the wife first. And when it came time to ask about the gender training that Embrace had given them, I asked you know, how it had changed the dynamic in, in her marriage and her home. And she said, before my husband and I went for this training on gender, my husband wouldn't touch the children. That's wouldn't touch the children. Issue, yeah. And uh, it, was, it was only me that was looking after the children. But as a result of the gender training, now my husband, he plays with the children. He <laughs> exactly. looks after them. If I have to go out uh, or if I'm working in the garden or I'm going to a meeting, he's looking after them. If I'm cooking, he looks after them and plays with them. And, and it was just a real transformation. Mm -hmm. And then I talked to the husband, uh, interviewed him and asked him what it was like uh, the, and how it is different for him now. And he was just beaming about how much change this had brought into their family, how it had improved his relationship with his wife and how they're so happy and they, they have increased love towards yeah. <laughs> each other. It was just a real nice testimony. I asked him if some of his buddies or his friends had teased him because he was now doing the dishes <laughs> and cooking. And, and uh, he said, yes, some of them have been. But, but then I, I 
tell them and I explain to them how much it has improved my happiness yes. and, uh, and my marriage. And uh, so now some of his buddies are no longer laughing or teasing. They're starting to try some of the same things uh, in exactly. their homes. Those yeah. are some of the traditional norms. Actually, if there is something that caught the attention of men, yes. it is child care. Yeah. They really feel proud because yeah. uh, previously it was no go. This was a domain for women. Yes. In addition to the education that Embrace has brought to all of these village groups, mm-hmm. what has Embrace done to strengthen the health centers and health posts uh, in your catchment area? A part of uh, education for the nurses and the midwives from the health centers, we also um, equipped the health centers in delivery rooms especially. We gave them uh, delivery tables, uh, infant warmers. We gave them the delivery toolkit to help them use the, the knowledge obtained during the training. Because sometimes they received two mothers and the one was like ignored because there is no space for her. Sometimes they gave birth on the, the ground or in their bed, which is not allowed. But now they are equipped in knowledge and skills, but also in equipment. They are able to handle almost cases of maternal during pregnancy or delivery. Now the complications are reduced because of their knowledge increased, their skills, but also the equipment they have. So Embrace has trained the health workers to better facilitate births, but they've also built maternity wards. Yes. They've uh, donated ambulances. Yes. Exactly. How many ambulances now in the... Two, 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 two ambulances. ambulances. Okay. Brand new from Canada. Yes. <laughs> and those have come to replace the traditional walking ambulances. The walking ambulances. <laughs> the walking ambulances, uh, which were not very helpful, yeah. uh, especially in the hilly areas right. uh, like in Yabihu. Uh, where people went to rains, you are sleeping all the time. Yes. But uh, the good news is that together with the ambulance, government also constructed roads yeah. so that uh, now the ambulance can have a network of roads so that uh, it can go on call anywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Uh, we get a ambulance donated from Canada mm-hmm. and the government of Rwanda builds the roads the yes, ambulance can yes, go on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. exactly. So we gave the government a condition. If you want us to do ambulances, you work on the roads. Yes. Okay. So the people uh, together with government, they built roads. They Wonderful. And uh, it's, the roads are now perfect. They are in perfect condition. Yeah. yeah. But uh, coming back to the health centers, there has a lot, uh, been a lot of progress in some of the areas. Mm. Mm. We have now, for the last two years, we have not registered any maternal death. Yeah, and we are reading in the whole two, country. Two, two district hospitals who, who registered zero maternal, maternal maternity death deaths for two consecutive Rwanda. years. Yeah. And wow. that is uh, on record. Mm. Yeah, that is on record. Why? Because of the skills of the health center staff mm-hmm. and the modern equipment. Yes. And the motivation also of the people, yeah. when they see the equipment, they are encouraged to come to the health centers. Ali, very mm. Yes, they are mm. very much encouraged. Mm. Uh, they say, uh, we are now in a different world. Mm. We are looking at... <laughs> you know, that reminds me of a statement that one of the women who had just given birth... Yes. And we asked her what it was like with the new facility and the and the 
beds and the delivery rooms and that type of thing. She said, it was like I had given birth in Canada. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. Those are the standards now. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. They are Today. so happy, even in the, in the Earth Free Survey, they mm. said that they're satisfied yes. at 97%. One of the ladies that I talked to, the new mothers at the clinic, she said, the nurses were so nice here. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's a result of the Embrace customer, training, customer right? Care, yes. Customer care is really good. Mm. We are very treated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the rain is starting to drown us out here, so we should probably come to a close. But I want to thank you for taking your time to gather around this table and share with our listeners what Embrace has been doing here in Rwanda. And I want to thank you for your service as well. Back uh, at our office in Canada, we sit at our computers, but you guys are out on the front lines <laughs> of this uh, project and serving the people. And so we want to salute you and congratulate you on a very successful project here in Nahibu. Is that how you Nabihu. Nabihu district. <laughs> district in the country of Rwanda. Thank you so much. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today. We really appreciate your interest in this project. And uh, we uh, look forward to seeing you on our next uh, broadcast of the ADRA Canada Insider. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank, thank you. you.